Hello and welcome to another ISIS Energy podcast. So my name is Ben Lee and I am a lead carbon reporter at ISIS Energy. Uh, so I normally focus on the EU emissions market uh, and one issue which people have been um, concerned about recently is something called MIFID which is the market in financial instruments directive. Um, so financial regulations to do with who can participate in the market uh, and how that's governed. But this is an issue that goes far beyond uh, the carbon market and, in fact, uh, affects the whole energy commodities industry. So today, uh, here with me is Finn O'Reilly, the news editor at ISIS Energy, um, who's been following the issue closely. So thanks for joining us, Finn. Hi, Ben. Um, so I guess if you, to start off, uh, could you tell us a bit about what MIFID is? Well, it's, it's kind of the uh, EU's flagship uh, financial regulation. Uh, first came in in MIFID 1 around 2011 came into force so this is a second version due to come in in 2017 uh, particular interest to our readers is that uh, for the first time it, it was going to really include commodity traders um, and if you're regulated under this directive it'll be a bit of a sea change in how many energy traders would uh, organise their company Okay, so uh, I understand the EU is deciding what the rule should be at the moment uh, what are the key issues that have come up? Well, I guess it's not entirely true to say um, commodity firms weren't included in the previous version, but there was a much harder way for a commodity trader to exempt themselves, to stay out of the regulation. So the key sort of issue that has been discussed is what is known as the ancillary services exemption, which is basically how a commodity trader can prove that uh, their trading business is uh, basically a minor part of their business. The real business, the real reason they exist is to generate power, uh, you know, ship gas, these kind of things, maybe even uh, trade carbon to uh, hedge their emissions, for example. Um, so that was a big issue for energy companies and, and we've been waiting for some uh, guidance on this from uh, ESMA, which is a European financial sort of watchdog on how exactly, how exactly a firm could prove that their trading business is only a sort of small part of their, their overall business. Okay, so ESMA came out with something uh, recently. W- what did they say? Well, um, they, they've come out with the most recent, what are called regulated technical standards. They set out two tests. Um, we won't go into them in fine detail here, but the tests they've outlined now are uh, significantly different from what they outlined in a in their initial draft back in December 2014. Um, it certainly looks like more basic energy utilities will be able to avoid falling in or being swept into MIFID now as a result of this. So there'll still be some complaints. Maybe you know there could be some improvements. Some would say, but for sure the impact of MIFID on the energy industry in the EU is not going to be as big as was initially feared when ESMA came out with a paper in December 2014. So these rules that have been f- put forward, what percentage of the market can it expect to be exempted or affected by this? Oh, well, you're really talking about the bigger sort of players. If you, For example, if you look at your you know, top 10 utilities in, in the EU, you would have to think they're likely candidates to be regulated under MIFID. Of course, the, what ESMA has done is set out a way that they can avoid being regulated if they want to run their business in such a way. But... I don't know. I've heard people mention maybe 20 to 30 when you're talking about more the kind of pure power and gas, carbon kind of traders uh, being regulated. It all depends on your business model. If you are doing some business on behalf of others, basically offering investment services, or if you are trading in a way that's not related to hedging, then you're more likely to be caught. If you trade more just to hedge your business, then you're less likely to be caught. 
Okay. So, say a company is caught under these regulations, what impact is that likely to have on the company, and how's that likely to feed into the wider energy to commodity picture? The, the main impact for a business itself is just the uh, capital reserves. So you kind of need to operate more like a bank. You need to have, uh, you know, you need to back up everything with more cash. You need to, you know, so there's cash. That's for an energy utility who's used to putting its cash into, a, say, a power station or a pipeline. That's cash suddenly that might not be there because they have to kind of keep it back. It becomes more expensive to trade generally um, because you have to have a bit better idea of what your overall risk is. You have to... You know, you have to have a bigger risk department for sure. But I would say the the biggest impact, the, the, the big fear was on the on the, the capital requirements that would happen with Mifid. Okay, well, it sounds like this is going to make things a bit trickier for uh, some companies swept under it. Yes, but I mean, if, if I guess it, it depends, you know. It's really a business-by-business business decision. Um, you know, if you're looking to offer, offer certain types of services, particularly investment services, well, you're going to be regulated as an investment bank. If you want to trade in a way that's just sort of hedging and you're kind of more traditional utility model, there's a way for you to stay out of regulation. Um, so it just depends what way you want your business to go. Some might have to scale back from where they are now. Um, so, you know, that's one possible impact we might see. Okay, I see. Just to wrap up then, I, well, I guess, what are the next steps? Well, we, we've, uh, we've been waiting for these uh, technical standards, as they're called for MESMA, for a while, but that's not the end of it. So the European Commission has about, I think, three months to either uh, adopt or reject them. There's also a possibility, and I believe the Commission can even amend them themselves, if they believe that the technical standards aren't in line with the original political agreement that was reached back in January 2014. Uh, certainly one or two people have suggested to me that might happen also, but that's all speculation. So assuming something then finally gets approved by the Commission or amended and approved, that would then go to the European Council, the European Parliament, to also get their own period of uh, scrutiny and then in theory they would have to sign it off as well so uh, we're still kind of it's still it's still in the in the kind of works to before everything is signed sealed and delivered okay i see well thanks for that finn um so just to wrap up then i guess uh this there have been some developments in mifid and what is likely to happen there this is something that is likely to affect companies in the energy commodity sphere but the final decision has not yet been made yet, but this is something we'll be following closely over the next couple of months. Uh, so keep in touch with us at isis.com if you'd like more detail. Thank you. Cheers.